This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to See Your Social Series 3, Episode 38. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Ben. I'm with Maz and Ryan. And if you can't tell, I'm very deflated, very tired. And this is going to be a tough episode. Um, boys, how are we doing? Maz, I'll start with you. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I mean, obviously, uh, not with the result, but in life, I'm, I'm all right. Um, yeah, no, it was, mate, it was one of those things, isn't it? It's like, uh, I'm sure we'll get into it, but um, yeah, we we played well. We were we were the better side, you know, didn't didn't take the chances, the few chances we had. I'm not saying we had loads of chances and we weren't like drastically that good. I, th- I think we were actually quite under par from what we usually mm-hmm. are. Um, and yeah, and it just wasn't our day and then you get to penalties and this. It's always going to be one. It's like a lottery, isn't it? Really, I know there's skill to it, and someone pointed out there is a skill to penalties. But also, you could be the best penalty taker in the world, and come the occasion, you could miss a penalty. So, someone has to miss. Yeah, ex- exactly. Someone's got to lose. So, um, yeah, just one of those things. And of course, I was for about an hour after I was like, yeah, really bad in a bad way. But then, mm. yeah, I just thought, do you know what? Man City are going to win the treble. So have that Man United. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and yeah. then it sort. Of, and then I thought, you know what? Uh, Man United fans, you can suck a dick. How about that? We could have put a stop to the treble, I reckon. Uh, Brian, how are you feeling after yesterday? Yeah, my my heart went, well, I say it went, it intensified about half eight, 20 past eight this morning when I was at the station uh, waiting for a train. And there's, I'm I'm sure there are Palace fans, you know, Billingshurst, probably if you're in Billingshurst. And there are just kids laughing about a solid march. And obviously one of their mates was a Brighton fan, I'd assume. And they're taking the mick and they're taking the mick. <laughs> Solly watch skied it. How did he miss it? Ah. And I was just standing there because it was before I put my headphones in. And I just thought, 20 past eight in the morning. I can't. Imagine if you got clocked like, as well. It's just the last You'd be thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting bullied by school kids. And I just kids. thought, <laughs> yeah, mate. It's, when you hear school kids, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, school banter's funny, whatever. But when, when it's that early in the morning and you're just thinking, yeah, it's still a bit raw in it. And you just think, yeah whatever but anyway it's all right because we've got at least we get to bounce back nice and quickly against Nottingham Forest well hopefully in theory anyway uh, that's what is a good uh, like you know, they a, say Ryan it gets the focus to move quickly 
It does. Like I say, yeah. the best way to get over someone is by getting under someone. And it's similar to in football. The best way to get <laughs> over a result is to move on to another match. And yeah, oh, Forrest, please, we'll just, just do the business there. Um, I hope the boys aren't too deflated for it. Well, that's the end of the podcast. Cheers for coming. Thank you very much. But <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryan, your, your laugh sounded like Alexis McAllister's then. You're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's the well. fake laugh, mate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a fake laugh. What we'll say is, um, one, one thing I will say is... Um, Big a big message to Solly because he must be if we're deflated. I can't imagine what that boy's thinking this morning. It must be pretty tough. Um, so I hope he's I hope yeah. he's all right because I hope he does use it as a bit of fuel. I know you'll put on his Instagram saying he's using it as something to push on for, but deep down it's going to hurt him, right? And I hope that um, you know if he bounces back at the Forest. It is a good opportunity against you know I know they're a tough team to play away or whatever, but it's a good opportunity for him to you know potentially get a goal back and that all all of a sudden it will be forgotten if he can. So. Um, hopefully, you know, it doesn't ring in his mind because he, he's been fantastic this season. You know, even from the harshest solid critic out there, he has been fantastic this year. Uh, he's been probably one of our best players, if not our best attacker yeah. um, behind Matoma, really. And, you know, you can't really knock him. So, yes, hopefully he's not mm. taking anything too harsh and, you know, he, he bounces back. Mm. Before we get too too involved in the game, um, how was everyone's days? Um, I absolutely loved it. It was a great day, um, which is probably why I'm also gutted because just having those days out with your mates, going to Wembley yeah. is just incredible. They don't come around too often when, well, for Brighton anyway, obviously the bigger clubs, it's pretty much, well, for Man City, it's their home next from year, home. Mate, they play fine. more than they do <laughs> in other stadiums. Yeah. yeah, next year, hopefully we'll do it again. But the day was incredible. I loved it so much. Shame I didn't get to link up to you with you two, but... Imagine you went to Box Park, bumped into Ryan there. How was that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, ended, I actually started on the, in the Green Man. Yeah, yeah. You started in the Green Man. Fuck's sake. Yeah, started in the Green Man. Um, and yeah, I stayed there for Pretty about cool. an hour, and a, hour and a bit. Um, and then yeah, headed over to Box Park. And, and by the way, just on the Green Man, the atmosphere was brilliant, really good. Like it was quite funny. Yeah. There was there was like a few tents, and like one of them was like a proper like. Basically, like just ruckus, you know, everyone like gazebo. songs. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, like gazebos, and everyone was like going mad, singing songs. It was great. And then the other tent was a bit more reserved, and sort of everyone was chilling. So I, I love the contrast <laughs> between the two gazebos. Uh, that was good mm. fun. Um, and then we made yeah, we made our way down to Box Park. Um, and again, atmosphere was class. Like uh, there was one point where everyone was like swinging their scarves in the air, and you know the music was pumping. And yeah, it was just good vibes. Um, a lot of people there, like a lot of ex players as well. I, I, Dale Stevens, I saw um, Steve Sidwell. Yeah, Dale. Yeah, it was a good few faces as well. So, yeah, and Box Park was great. And then obviously, yeah, headed um, to the stadium. Obviously, linked up with Ryan in Box Park, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, headed over to the stadium uh, about 45 minutes before kickoff. And then, yeah, the, the rest is history. Yeah, we're with a celebrity, as Brett Mendoza said on his tweet, Ryan. Uh, how, yeah. was your, how was your <laughs> pre-match? You went on Sky Sports, which is for the second time, which was, that was sick. I saw that pit screenshot this morning. So, first time I went on my phone. Yeah, uh, yeah, that must be. Do you know what? I like to use this. Though. Yeah, no, it was cool. I, I, do you know what? It was fun. Um, I only found out really quite soon before the before the actual trip, and I was only parking up on the you know the park on your drive things. So I was parking up on one of them, and um, Paul Camlin, chat Paul, um, messaged me. He was like, "Oh, when you, when are you at Box Park?" I said, "Oh, I'm be in the next sort of twenty minutes. I'm just parking up now," and he says. Uh, yes, yeah, Sky want you for one thirty-five. I was like, okay, um, oh, cool. all right, come in. <laughs> uh, 
and all of a sudden, next thing I know, the like cameraman's on the phone. He's like, "Hello, mate. Yeah." I was like, "Oh, yeah. All right, mate. Yeah. Come in. Come in. Come in." <laughs> and uh, yeah, nice little VIP entrance, and in there was Tony Bloom and Paul Barber, and now I was just standing no there. No way, like, oh, guys. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get no pressure. Oh, well cool. And Tony Bloom was standing next to me while I was doing it, but. Um, yeah, it was. I don't think they saw me, but it was. Um, Mate, that must was, have been yeah. surreal, though. It was I, cool they, I thought they probably did. Yeah, I didn't speak to them though. Like when I when I'd finished and all the lights had gone and whatever, I, I turned around and Bloom was talking to someone else because I wanted to make a thing of sort of going over to say it or something, but he was still talking. So I thought I looked like a bit of a weirdo just sort of hanging about on my own. So I just <laughs> made my way out. I thought, oh, okay, I won't stick around too much. But yeah, I was going to milk it a little bit, but. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't just take the mick, if you know what I mean. But I did see they put the seagull yeah. social tag on the sky thing, yeah. which is good. Yeah, so I didn't know, Honestly, I didn't that know what they were really going to put on, so I was like, right that. That yeah, is super surreal seeing that. Um, but yeah, obviously class for you flying the flag for us as well. Um, yeah, very very good. Seagull social to the moon, as we've been saying <laughs> recently. Um, to the moon. So let's move on to the match, I guess, um, if we have to. I reckon first half. Better <laughs> team. Have to. Let's talk about each other's days if you want, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would rather just do that. It was really good, but yeah, no, it was. It was the pre-match was great as it always is. Um, but yeah, no, the match atmosphere was great. Um, we all had our flags, didn't we? And then I was thinking, God, Man United haven't got anything. Um, I thought that was really strange. And then literally right towards the end, they all had their plaques up, and then they got the TFO out, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, fair play. That looks pretty sick. Um, yeah. Still, probably preferred our flags, the blue and white stuff, but. Um, yeah, pretty much was great. I think I haven't been that early into a, like, a stadium before for a long, long time, but obviously yeah, you had same. to do that to soak up yeah. the atmosphere and stuff, and it was well worth it. Uh, brilliant. Uh, I think the fans were great. It's always really difficult, I'll be honest, like when you're in a big stadium and you get like, Spurs away as the last time I had it, trying to match up the atmosphere, and it's really, really difficult when you've got a pocket of fans like in that sit- uh, standing section trying to start songs and then have 35,000 other people on our half try and sing it with us. It's very difficult, but um, yeah. so there's a lot of LB uh, and a seagull chance, not as many of like the individual ones um, that I can remember. But yeah, what did you make of our atmosphere? What was it like where you guys were sitting? Um, yeah, Maz, we'll go over you. Yeah, mate. Um, I was, I was in the upper tier. Um, and do you know what? Really weirdly as well, I didn't expect it. I think Dale Stevens was sat up there. So I was like, how, how, why is he up here with the, with the, with the rest of us peasants? Yeah, he should be like, thinking of like good seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, to be fair, surely he can't be up here. he went City but, away um, as well. I saw him in the City away end once. So yeah, Dale was go home and away for us. That's, that's, yeah, he actually was. Oh, I forgot about that. That's, that's actually rung a bell. Yeah, and and apparently as well, I don't know how true this is, but my mate was saying that apparently Dunkey's missus was up there as well. So I was like, what's going on here then? Anyway, <laughs> so we also had the best seats, I think. Uh, but no, I, so I was up in the gods and um, it was, no, it was really good atmosphere, really good, like uh, really loud. People getting involved, like you said, Ben, like when some, when uh, sort of the lower tiers were starting the chants, everyone was joining in the upper tiers. Um, and then, yeah, it was just good. Oh, when we were literally right next to the Man United fans. Uh, yeah, like same on, on the border, the yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, it was it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. To be fair, they weren't they weren't giving it some really. They weren't really giving it much at all. To be honest, no, not at all. Um, nah, they were pretty Wembley, quiet because it? it's not really. Yeah, it's Wembley, and also it's not really like we don't have a history apart from the Fernandez tenth, you know, hundred and twentieth minute penalty, whatever in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't really have anything. We don't have any animosity with Man United fans, so it was a bit, you know, a few times other little, than my brother. Yeah, yeah. There's a few yeah, times where like a twelve-year-old kid would sit with, up and yeah. do the wank, wanker yeah. sign. Yeah, 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 literally. But um, yeah, apart from the little like twelve-year-old kids, there wasn't really much going on. But no, the atmosphere was great, and um, yeah, I thought I thought the what the club obviously put on like the you know the flags and those added little touches was really nice as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was a really good experience. And Rob, what did you make of it? 
Yeah, I was, I was down in the right at the bottom. Uh, I was literally row two. I think I made a big mistake, and I always said to oh. the final, I definitely did it again. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was one two eight. I don't know if anyone was in that sort of section, but oh my god, I don't know about you guys, but there was people coming up and down, sitting everyone down again, and it was driving me mad. Like it really, really was driving me mad. So I just sit down the whole game. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't fun. I don't like going to grounds and sitting down. Mm. I just one of them. But um, yeah, it, yeah, I should have known better than to get them I, I, I seats. I like sit down. But <laughs> no, 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 I'm not for it. I, I, I should have gone behind the goal. I knew I, I like should have gone behind the goal. I wanted something different because I'd always gone behind the goal. And I thought the only two times I've been to Wembley, I've been behind. And I thought, uh, let's go somewhere else, see a bit of a different perspective. But good view, bad mistake is what it is. Move on. Not going to be there for the final, but we'll be there next year. But the the atmosphere was good. And to be fair, during, I mean, I say during the game, it was a bit dead. But during the penalty shootout, it was pretty good. And, oh, you know, penalty shootout was class. Is. We just yeah. got to take it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I see. I kind of similar to me. What was really pissed me off was like all the United fans were stood up, even on the top tier next to me. And I was like, why are we all be getting to? Why are we getting told to sit down where all the United fans were stood up? I don't know if you could see in near you, Maz, where they stood up where you were, but for us, all I could see was standing up my United fans. And yeah, they were all stood up. Oh, so annoying. Yeah, Ryan. Sorry, we tried to fix the delay. Hopefully, we have. Uh, if not, oh, just switch off now. Yeah. Um, so let's get onto the game. I think. We started off well, didn't we? Um, thing I can remember straight away is maybe Alexis's free kick. Um, Matoma down the left looked good. The, the main concern straight away, which is what something that I spoke about pre-match, I think was just my mates though, it was Pascal Gross versus Rashford. I think there was one time when he yeah. got through and I thought, oh god, this yeah. could be a long day. Um, <laughs> and it was a shame because I was like, oh, they look, they looked quite good. And obviously not as bad as they were. Probably weren't ever going to be as bad as they were against Seville, but they looked no. better. Uh, Ryan, did you think that they were going to be a tough opposition after those like first 10 minutes? Did you think this match isn't going to be as easy as some people probably thought it would be? To be honest with you, mate, as soon as I saw that Maguire wasn't playing, I thought it was going to be a tougher game. <laughs> I, I was kind of annoyed. Yeah, I, I, wanted, so. I wanted Maguire to be playing. I said this to Maz as well before the game. We were saying, we'd rather mm-hmm. Maguire play, um, which is it's mad. But yeah, yeah um, I know. I know what you mean. Like 10 minutes in... Yeah, I, I just know we just felt like the better team. We looked pretty in command. I mean, the majority of the game we looked pretty in command, to be honest with you. I know that they had a couple of chances, probably had the better chances on the face of actually nearly scoring, if you know what I mean. But I don't think that I don't think we were bad at all. I think you know, we were the better team on the balance of the game, but we started well. I thought they were there for the taking. I thought if there was a, if there was ever an opportunity for us to get to a final, it was yesterday because you know to beat a team like United of that prestige, they certainly weren't playing like it. And you you know if you were to switch the kits around, you probably would have said that was more accurate. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think we made a, a fool of ourselves by any stretch, but it's just one of them, isn't it? Because when you when you don't take those chances, when you don't finish that off, and I even put I think a tweet on at half time saying you know we need to make it count, and the longer it goes on without making it count. It does tend to swing. And and Deserbi actually said it after the game, didn't he? He said penalty shootouts are usually won by those who don't deserve it. And it seemed as though that was true. By, yeah, by the worst team, wasn't it? That yeah. Was, yeah. That, was, that was bold and I, I rated it. Um, you can tell he was obviously hurt like everyone was. Um, I don't can't remember the question, mate. My brain is absolutely frazzled. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's more mad. But what, did you share those concerns? <laughs> did you share those concerns um, about Man United? No, do you know what? Um, there was obviously, there was a few times where, I don't know, uh, an Anthony or a Rashford, yeah, did look a little bit. I thought their yeah. pace might be a problem, just because of yeah, like we said, the lack of uh, Gross's pace at right back, and um, yeah, obviously Esther Pinian obviously pretty rapid, so I wasn't oh, really worried too much great. on his yeah, yeah on he was great uh, on his side. But yeah, 
there, there was there was a few times I was a bit like, oh, okay, maybe. And I remember, was it, I think Webster made a mistake, I believe, where Fernandez had the shot and it was a good save mm. from um, Sanchez in the first mm. half. Um, but yeah, aside from that, no, I'll be honest, I, I just felt like we looked pretty comfortable. I, we went into half time. I was going into half time. I was like, look, we're, we're the better side. We should be we should be winning this game, really, mm. on, on the whole. But of course, yeah, Man United do have players that can hurt you. You know, as we saw, Fernandez had you know had a few chances himself. Um, they got some. They got some good players. It's not like they they don't have any quality at all. But I thought on the whole, they didn't really threaten us too much, and it wasn't no. like too many moments where I like, had my hands in my mouth and thinking, "Oh God, we're going to concede here." So, yeah, to answer your question, not really, but. We just, yeah, we were wasteful in front of goal, unfortunately. And yeah. we just, yeah, we simply just didn't take our chances. And it's simple as that. And I, I don't, th- I think we were actually under our, as, as, as we know how well we can play. And I think we were well below that. I think we were under par. And I think as credits to us, we still outplayed them being under par, which I think, yeah. you know, that's something to take out of the game. Because, um, yeah, like you look at, I don't, I don't want to single players out, but I don't think they were at the level, as we know, like Matoma wasn't at the level as we know he can play. Um, mm. You know, uh, who else to sort of pick up? Uh, Solly March, on the whole, played pretty yeah, decent. Yeah. But again, I think he can hit another level. So, like, I'm not saying they played bad, but I don't think they played as well as they could have. Yeah, and I think that's what the frustration was. Whereas, on the, you know, on the flip side, Lewis Dunk, Caicedo and Sanchez and maybe Webster as well were exceptional. So, I think if everyone played on their level, we would have wiped the floor with them, 3 4 nil. But, unfortunately, it just didn't. The whole team didn't gel as we know they can on, on our best days. Mm. And I, I think, well, the only positive you can take is that hopefully the big teams watching probably thought, oh, maybe they aren't big game players and maybe we should look elsewhere with Alexis and Matoma and that sort of thing. I know probably Caicedo was probably the shining light in that midfield. Yeah. Maybe Alexis kind of went missing. I don't know. He obviously is still thought, fairly good, but not as yeah. good as he has been or can Mate, be. I heard a really um, wild thing today. I think what really let so... us down was the final third, though. Yeah, I was going to yeah, just on. butt in there because you said about Moises and Alexis. And I had someone not to... I love both of these guys, right? They're fantastic. Best probably double pivot in the league, right? By by, by imaginable, imaginable stretch. But someone said to me today that Caicedo is not as good as anyone makes out and Alexis is far better. And if either if the both of them were to leave, Caicedo would flop and McAllister would shine. And I just thought... Oh my god, that's horrendous! <laughs> that is such a bad opinion, and I just couldn't believe that someone I, could think that few... about Moises. Yeah. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> I, I saw, I saw a few comments about Moises Caicedo. He said as well, like he's not as good as people are making out, and I was like, he was by far the best player on the pitch Phenomenal. for both. Yeah, for both yeah. teams, he was by far. The best. He was just a general one player midfield. of the match for a reason. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. And he just bossed the midfield. And um, I thought he was exceptional. And and to be fair to Mac, do you know what? I thought he'd done he'd done the basic things right. I, yeah. I I don't think again he didn't play up to his usual maybe level. But I thought he was he was pretty good to be honest. Like I, I don't I don't I can't really pick out anyone apart from one player. No. Which I, I don't want to dig this person out. But it was just one player that. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will. Um, I will. Sure. Apart from apart from Dennis Undav, everyone else played. Brilliantly. So, you know... You it, know what it was with Alexis? He was wearing those boots, those boots that some bloke from ESPN made him. And they... I, I, mean, oh, I, I, respect, I respect some of the art and boots that he's made before look good. But I even done a, I even done a tweet on Zika Social being like, it's the thought that counts, but the boots are disgraceful. Like, they were horrible. Um, some guy who like made custom boots, like... All he did was put like AM on the back and then made, made them like all gold of like some light blue and whites where the Adidas um, stripes are. That looks horrendous, and I was surprised Alexis wore them. I thought he'd probably just hang them up, but yeah, he actually wore them for the semi-final. I was like, 
weird. I don't know. I just yeah. find that weird. I thought if they looked, the I didn't think there would be things that he'd play in. The World Cup ones, you know? He's just wear your normal football boots, yeah. 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 But, weird. <laughs> but yeah, straight, it was it was strange. I'm not going to have a go at someone for wearing different football boots, but I just did think that was odd. Um, but yeah, but maybe that was it. And I do think it was just the final third. And I guess people will expect us to talk about Dennis Sundav. And it was a shame they had to get on the pitch, obviously. <laughs> whenever Ferguson got injured in the previous match Danny Wilbeck has to come in Danny Wilbeck gets injured um, and way, we're forced to make it a substitution and this is one of the main points I wanted to make today as well because last week we spoke about squad depth and going into Europe we'll have squad depth we'll have on the bench we could have Moda back we'll have Sarmi- a fit Sarmiento we'll have a Dingra potentially we'll have Buenonote with a bit more experience um, who else? we'll have Azate hopefully if he still wants to play for us um, yesterday there was no one we could really bring on that was going to be a game changer. And that was, you could tell, because Deserby, if he could have, and he and he wanted to, there were no like injuries or anything like that. He probably would have played that 11 for the whole game, maybe bringing on Veltman. I do oh. question why we, maybe maybe Veltman wasn't fit enough to start, but he played quite a lot of minutes in the end anyway. So mm. I the question that I have for Deserby is, why not start Veltman at right back, bring on a CISO, afterwards when when Veltman actually came on when we've got fresh legs because yeah. our players were so tired towards the end of that and you could tell the difference between the two clubs and the two teams because all the Man United players are used to those games they're used to playing 120 minutes in semi-finals and whatnot whereas a lot of our players that was probably their first semi-final that was probably their first penalty shootout that they've had to do and you could tell and that was that was the really annoying thing like we saw the Brighton players were constantly warming up and thinking none of you are probably going to come on and it, that was a shame. We were forced to bring in on Dennis Undo because Welbeck was injured. I'm like, I, Welbeck probably would have played the whole game. And that was the disappointing thing. I think that's where we've fallen short simply because obviously we aren't prepared for these bigger matches yet. And we're doing incredible. And we're out. What's the, weird, what's the word I'm looking for? We're outperforming probably where we should be by getting to these positions because we've been so bloody good. But maybe the team and the squad depth isn't there to be able to beat these bigger teams and bigger clubs to then get to the final. I don't know what you boys think. I know no, that's a long-winded thing. That's all right. Uh, I mean, look, I, I've got a lot to say about this as well. Because I, I tweeted this out last night after the game. I said, you know, I was super proud of the boys. I thought, really good performance. But yeah, I did question the squad depth. More so in the attacking end, rather yeah. than sort of defensively midfield. I think attacking options. And it wasn't about someone, you know, goes, oh, are you talking, what, like, do we need more players? And I was like, no, it's not about the amount of players we've got. Three, you know, three strikers for a system playing only one striker is fine, but it's the quality that, for me, is an issue. So, of course, look, without Ferguson, uh, well, if sorry, Ferguson was there, I think we win that game. However, he wasn't there. So then you've got Welbeck and Undav, right? Now, respectfully, Dennis Undav is just not up to Premier. He's not up to Premier League standard, in my in my opinion. He's not up to the Premier League standard or, or what the level we need him to be at. And that's not to say he can't achieve that. But, you know, he's linked in January to go out alone. I think he should have done that. And he should have come back with a bit more experience. And, you know, I just don't think he's ready at this level, which we clear, it was clear to see yesterday. And then you've got Danny Welbeck, who's great. A great option off the bench. And maybe to play 60 minutes or, for, you know, whatever, or half whatever. But, again, he's he's injured more than he is fit. So, to have those two options as your only striking options available after Ferguson's injured I just don't think that's good enough so 
it's not about, oh, we need to bring in six strikers or ten strikers. It's just about bringing in the right strikers and the right quality and not ones that get injured or ones that aren't ready to play at this level yet. That's my thing, mm. uh, sort of look, look on it. And um, I, I actually, to be fair, Ben, I, I not disagree with you, but I don't, I, I don't think it was a case of like the players not, uh, you know, because we we pretty much outplayed them, not not by margin, but we did we were the better side all the way up to the penalties. I don't and know. So I, don't... I, I disagree. I feel like we petered off towards the end of the no, like, end of the I game, disagree. and the next time it's more kind of Man United. I disagree. I think what was it? When when was the Matoma? Oh, that was in full time. Was that was uh, ninety minutes, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the well, no, I think that was in extra time. Wasn't yeah, it, right? That was in extra time. Was when Matoma? Sure. No, the Matoma was. Yeah. In, no, that was before, that... Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was actually. Well, yeah, I was think, extra time, I yeah. Oh, right. I, I actually don't know. Yeah, so like, ever I... since that Lindelof goal, yeah, I think so it was completely gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, like that Matoma chance, for example, huge chance. Obviously, the, the Undav chance where he got played into him and he took that heavy touch. Mm. Like that was all in extra time, and so I, I think I think we we pretty much could have won that game, and yeah, it did come down to unfortunately, uh, yeah, just not taking our chances ultimately, but. Yeah. In terms of the squad depth, to sort of round off, and I know I appreciate we've both given long-winded answers here, but I just think we need quality. Rather than, oh, bring in 10 players, 15 players, it's, it's not about the, the amount of players you have. I think it's just yeah. having the right players um, yeah. in, in, in the squad. I'm not, I think that's I'm not, sorry, I'm not doing an unfair comparison of saying that we should, have, we should be able to bring on five substitutes like Man United did, like bringing on Fred, which is bringing on Wegg, well, yeah, we, <laughs> that sort of thing, and yeah. bigger players and maybe better players. Um, we only I'm not saying that we should we? be in that position. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like we're also forced to make two because of the Indo thing. I think Welbeck probably, well, to be fair, he probably wouldn't have lasted a full 120 maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was tough to see them bringing on all these big substitutes with fresh legs against the same 12 players and then the same 13 players. It was... Yeah, did feel uh, oh, like it was going to go uh, one way. Next time was going to be tough. Sorry, I, I will, Ryan. I will let you say your piece on this. Squad no, mate, I'm enjoying this. Quickly, I'm enjoying this as a listener. I feel like I'm a fan <laughs> at the minute. I'm just watching this on YouTube. Just, just quickly on the CISA thing, Ben. I, I completely agree with you. I think it, I know. I know because of injuries and obviously, like for example, players like Lallana out and uh, Ferguson out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Voltman obviously a uh, doubt before the game. I think Enciso would have been perfect off the bench. I think that he is yeah. such an impact player. Yeah. To have him off the bench would have been fantastic. And I think, don't get me wrong, he, I thought he had a really good game when he played. Yeah. And he looked lively. He looked like probably one of our better attacking options. Gutted but when think, he came off, didn't he? He stood in yeah. the centre circle, just like not walking off. I was like, oh, is he going to do and, a capper? Imagine the impact he, he would have yeah. had. Yeah. In, in in that final 30 minutes of extra time, imagine the impact he would have had yeah. on the game. I think we could have maybe gone on to score a goal or two. So, yeah, I, I think I completely agree with that. If there wasn't a well, but I'm sure Deserby knows best. He probably didn't, you know, he couldn't um, rely yeah, on Veltman playing the full 90 maybe or mm-hmm. didn't expect us to go to extra time. So Deserby knows best. But, yeah, it was just, I would have loved to have seen Nancisa come off the bench and really impact the game, but it wasn't just, to be. We didn't have the capacity. Um, yeah. Ryan, a lot to digest. Um, what did you <laughs> yeah. make of those two arguments? I think we covered a couple of different points there on Undab yeah. and also the whole squad depth for not being able to bring on any more substitutes, maybe because of quality or... I yeah, forgot for a minute that I could actually speak and then you guys would know that I've responded and I'm not just talking about <laughs> the screen. Um, I forgot, I forgot, this was like for How the turntables. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, but no, uh, what was I even <laughs> going to say? I was just going to say something um, about Enciso. Yeah, I was going to say, the thing is with Julio, 
it's weird because he deserved to start, right? Because obviously he had a great game against Chelsea. He's good against Bournemouth. He was also good against the team before Bournemouth, so true. I can't remember who he played now. And like, you know, you, you have to Top almost no, give he him didn't the... Top I think. Top no, yeah. He, had a, he came on, didn't he, I think? And then he was a bit like, he was all right and he didn't really have much of the ball. But yeah, like, I think we, you, you owe him the start, don't you, right? So he starts in a big game. You'd, you'd hope that you could get, a, you know, realistically, we were looking for a goal in that first half. And, I think if we did, game would have been a lot different, particularly if it was Julio that scored. I think he had a shot as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, I don't yeah, know, maybe it's an occasion player. thing. Like, yeah, it was a good save. Maybe it's an occasion thing. Maybe it's because we are a young team. It does make you appreciate the, um, you know, the, the ages of McAllister, Caicedo, uh, Julio, Matoma as well. I mean, in terms of how long he's actually been in the game for, Solly in terms of how long he's been at the top of his game for, uh, Sanchez is also young. He had a great game. You know, these players, are, it's a new squad, right? And I think that you really notice that with this team we've got at the minute versus like the players that are left, for example, like Kukurea, Ben White's not, well, he's done well, to be fair, but Dan Byrne's gone a bit later in his career. But is a very good example of one. Yves uh, Basuma as well. You know, they're players that haven't played at that really good level. Basuma was at this club, you know, particularly when we were sort of scratching relegation. Um, you know, he had one good season here as in, in terms of how the squad was. And then and then went, um, you know, these are players that haven't really seen that top level. Whereas, yeah, if anything, Ben, I reckon it's more of an opportunity or a chance, I know what you think, of promoting that the players should stay for another year or another two years. Because it is, you know, these ga- big games will come around a lot more frequently for them. Yeah, no, I did think that actually when when they walked off and I saw someone said Alexis walked straight down the tunnel. I don't know if that was true. Um well, no, he, mate, he went. About, he went yeah, all the way through. Yeah, true, he he came around yeah, like this for the first one. To be fair, oh, did he? Oh, okay, so must have. Yeah, must have been a weird fake tweet news, then. But, Ben. Yeah, fake news. Yeah, um, no, I can't. I did think that. I thought if we keep this team together, then we will be in these bigger games very, very soon again. Whether 100%. we do or not is obviously a tricky one. But um, yeah, it's, it makes you. My, my mind did go though, thinking were Alexis and Caicedo looking at United celebrating and thinking, oh, we're the better team, but we still can't break that ceiling, even though we were the better team. And then I, think, I don't know, maybe does that would that make yeah. them change their minds? But I'm only asking the question. Yeah, no, I, I think with regards to sort of you know seeing a Manchester United, for example, and thinking we could have played Man City in the final, and imagine the the occasion that would have been for a lot of the players to play, you know, the one of the arguably best teams mm. ever ever create you know in front compiled. of 10,000 city fans and 35,000 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course you know the players <laughs> the players of course are going to be you know gutted and think yeah if I was at maybe at a bigger club quote unquote or a, a better you know better team again quote unquote then they might have got to the final but I think if you look at just again you like you I think touched on Ryan or, or Ben I can't remember which one it's one of you two anyway uh, touched on like the, the the how much we've grown how much we've grown in, in like such a short amount of time to even sit here right to discuss how disappointed we are at, at dominating a semi-final against Man United do you know how crazy that is if you yeah, told if you told a younger us like you know obviously Ryan at the the, the um beginnings of the uh what's it called um amex era us at the with dean like imagine you told us as our younger selves like oh yeah you boys would be dominating man united in a semi-final of an fa cup yeah, and wide. looking to, to secure qualification for europe you'd be <laughs> thinking you're absolutely mental like, yeah i'm wasting about? my time me and my yeah, brother yeah. literally said that um on the morning we were like if you told us 11 years ago <clears throat> when we were at the with dean you say that there'll be a sporting derby in the semi-final of the fa cup 
and Brighton would still be pushing for Europe as well. Like we, I was like, what a yeah. waste of time, what a waste of breath <laughs> that was. There's no chance exactly. that ever happens. Exactly. So like, it's, yeah. it is insane. So hopefully, like, I don't, I don't, I know we're fans and we're so invested in the club, but hopefully the players also think about that. And like, especially like a Lewis Dunk, right, who's been there literally oh, yeah, from with Dean through who was to mustard yesterday. Yeah, who was, yeah, yeah oh, who's like colossal. But like, imagine him going to the boys, looking, look, like boys, like. Look how mad it is the journey we've been on. Like let's let's go for another year or, or give us one more season where yeah, even if you know we broke it down we could to potentially like the achieve three years. What was it when Potter came four years ago? If you break it down to then, like yeah, four years ago, we were a team that was relegation friend every year. I mean, it was only Potter's last year where we weren't fighting relegation, and that was last season. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so we were still associated yeah. with as a relegation yeah. team till last season. When you put it like that, it makes you like even as a Premier League fan, if you're if yeah. you're too young to remember the Championship days fully, it makes you then appreciate how much you've changed in the Prem in seven years, six years. Mm. That that to me is now just hitting me, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm harsh, and I want the best, yeah. and I still think we should. Cause but I, yeah, equally, it's mad. Yeah, because because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll speak uh, weirdly. I was having a conversation. You know, when uh, when you're on your own on a train and you see like a fellow Brighton fan or whatever. <laughs> I was it, was it was one of them situations on the way back home, and I was chatting to this guy, and I was like, "It's crazy, isn't it?" So I had the same sort of like um, sort of uh, an anecdote, and but then I was like, "It's mad that we have that sort of entitlement of now when we talk about like the Bournemouths or the Southamptons, <laughs> we're like, oh, we should be winning that game. You know, we're South so much Coast better than ours. them." And like, how mad is that to think? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the South Coast is ours. And it's crazy to even think that we're even having these conversations. So I just hopefully, I think the message I'm trying to get across is that hopefully the players also think this and hopefully that can, uh, that message can transpire to the McAllisters, Caicedo's, um, you know, the other players that are linked away from the club. Even Ferguson, I know he's been linked with a few big clubs now. Yeah. Hopefully those players will look at it and go, do you know what? Let's give them one more season. And uh, well, it depends, I think, what happens from now till the end of the season, these eight games to go. I think if we get Europe, I think there is a real possibility they'll stay. But if we don't get Europe in any capacity, I think it's going to be really, really tough to keep those players. Yeah. But Mate, hopefully... If, if Fabrizio carries on how he has been going, oh, what a our whole squad's going to go right up. Because you, you're quote tweeting him every hour. Please <laughs> tell the <laughs> tell listeners if they've missed it, what has been, what's been going on this week? Because he's been saying, he's been making... Like yeah, posting all these mate. different quotes from McAllister's dad, oh. McAllister's dog walker, Caicedo's <laughs> nan, everyone somehow. It'd probably be quicker for me to talk about what he hasn't done rather than what he has. Because like he just... Yeah. Like, yeah. A, yeah. One journalist, let alone someone with like 15 million followers, be so associated with us. The I journalist. Mean, mad. Yeah, I've never seen someone tweet about us so much in my life. I mean, and that's including myself. Such I a mean, it, it is wild, but yeah, I don't know. It is weird, but... <laughs> It is what it is, right? Because mm. I know that he's obviously he's obviously engineering something or whatever he's doing. I don't even know. I can't slander the guy because I don't know him. But I mean, what he, what he is doing it is it is annoying for us as fans because we're reading it thinking, for God's sake, like just give it a break for just two minutes. I mean, like if the players go, it's on them because they're the one that have gone. And, and I know we have our innocent mm. minds talking about as fans, and we've been. You know, we've been through it all together and it's been a big building process. And then you take your innocent mind off and you go back to being the person that understands football and says, oh, yeah, but then they've got more money than us. Therefore, they'll go there. And it's like, at what I don't know, where does loyalty end? I don't know. And McAllister's quotes have obviously been misquoted yeah. because I, but... I don't believe them, but we'll see. 
Well, was, well, someone said that one of the articles that Fabrizio Romano quoted was from 2019 when he was talking yeah. about, uh, you know, Real Madrid oh, being one of his favourite Caicedo, Madrid, Real Madrid, yeah. Sorry, Caicedo, sorry, Caicedo, yeah. uh, Real Madrid. And so, uh, yeah, just one thing on Romano, because he has actually annoyed me this week. Because, first of all, the timing of it, I think, is awful. Yeah. Like, he, he fully knows what he's doing. In, in the three or four days before a cup final, I'm um, sorry, cup semi-final, sorry. Was it the Friday, wasn't it, I think, when the Caicedo one, he posted the Caicedo one? Yeah, well, he, literally, literally the day literally before. He tweeted every day in the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but the, sorry, the, the Real Liga. Madrid one. Yeah, the Real yeah, Madrid sorry. one. Was, yeah. yeah, it was not day before. And like, I just feel like the timing, like you could, you can easily wait until after this game. Like, you yeah. know, whatever story, if you're going to pick an article from 2019, you can definitely wait until after the game. I mean, it's clearly, I feel like, do you know what it is? Since Brighton admin mugged him off, so I'm blaming you, Brighton admin. Yeah, ever since, admit, he, admit, ever I, since he mugged him off, watching this as well, he's, he's, had, he's definitely had it in for us. Like, yeah, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Ever since you tweeted that and mugged him off about the <laughs> Kukureya transfer, he's literally been out to get us. Like, he's, he's actually tweet, not even, yeah. he's not even hiding it anymore. He's, a, it was yeah, a great sorry. tweet. I loved it. I loved it. But he, Romano's been out for us and he, and he's trying to purposefully try and get McAllister and Caicedo, like, circulating rumours and, 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 and interest around him. Like, there's no two ways about it. I, I, I feel like it's not even, you know, uh, he's hiding <laughs> it anymore. But, you know, if the yeah, guy's got to do what he's mad. got to do, he's, he, you know, he's, He's that if that's what if that's what his sort of game is, and he uh, you know if he gets a commission from agents, I don't know, but uh, if that is the case, then yeah, it, it, to me it does mm. seem like he does mm. target us at the moment, and it feels the timing of it for me was horrendous. Like do your Chelsea thing, stuff you know, do your really do your journalism. Us, I think like I feel like I feel yeah. like there's way more to this whole. This is all a conspiracy. That like, I'm not blaming Fabrizio. I'm not blame, <laughs> blaming anyone at Chelsea. No, of course, like because you said, I don't want to lose battle before the end of this year. To be honest, against people way more powerful than I. <laughs> yeah, but what I will on. say is, but on a conspiracy <laughs> theory with my little tinfoil hat on, it does it does feel a little bit since all this Chelsea stuff. You know, obviously Brighton are getting better and we're getting a bigger club and we're getting bigger players. But I don't know. It just feels like. Yeah, Chelsea particularly, something there, something's, something's rattled somewhere. You know, someone's pushing some sort of agenda because it, it does feel like whenever there's half-decent player that we want, they want them. And as soon as one of our players plays well, all of a sudden Chelsea are interested in him and they're not signing a new contract, but they are signing, you know what I mean? It, it, it gets a little bit boring at the end of it. You know, the Colwell stuff is even more of a joke and you read the Alexis and the Casado and... You know, it's not going to be long before they're looking at, like, I don't know, Danny Welbeck coming back to Man United again. And it's just like, you know, when does it end, Robbie? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit weird. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to echo, Maz, yeah. Admin, if you're watching, you've absolutely rustled Fabrizio now. You've started an agenda. Yeah. I can just imagine that. I think it was, I don't know if it wasn't deadline day, was it? But I can imagine Admin com- like composing that tweet, typing away in the media media room yeah. with some of the other boys. And then Paul Camelin's behind him. It's like that Star Wars meme of him just going, do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do it's it. Or like maybe it. Paul Barber well. published a tweet and they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are listening, like we say every week, everyone stay, please stay and we'll have another day at Wembley hopefully next year and then get to the oh, final. Who again. knows? Um, we'll be back, mate. We're too good for it to not come back regardless of who's here next year. We'll be back. Are you a fan of the Seagull Social Podcast? Have you thought, I want to be a guest on the podcast? And are you wondering what the logo of mine and Ryan's hat is? Well, we're here to answer all three of those questions. We partner up with a brand new app called NextGen Play. They're a Brighton-based company that are launching very, very soon. And we're here to tell you all about them and how you can win a chance of being on an episode of Seagull Social. Woo! Thanks, Maz. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about NextGen Play. On the app, you can play games that win you gems. Gems then can be used to buy gift cards for Amazon and even Uber, which will come in handy for the next train strike on match day. 
You can even win real money by playing games on the NextGen app, and it's easy to withdraw too. So when you're worried about where you're going to get your next £5 from for a steak and ale pie in the concourse, just play some bingo and bingo. You've got your steak and ale pie. And here is how you can enter to win a chance of being on the podcast. Step one, sign up to the waiting list on NextGen Play website. The link will be in our Instagram bio. Step two, follow NextGen Play on Instagram and don't forget to tag a friend in the comments section for step three. To better your chance, you can also share this video to your story for one extra entry and follow NextGen Play on all their social media platforms for two extra entries. The links are on their website. The winner of the competition will be announced in two weeks. Now back on with the episode. I want to talk about our cup, keep, cup keeper, our second choice keeper, Sanchez. I thought he had done pretty well. <laughs> and even De Gea made a few decent saves, to be fair. Um, which is funny because obviously we've done that combined 11. And we've done oh, yeah. that. We filmed that combined 11 if people were confused of why we kind of bigged up De Gea. That was before the whole Seville uh, howlers that he produced. Oh, yeah. um, but they both made a couple of decent saves. Sanchez, in particular, I think he made more decent yeah. saves or had to make more decent saves. Well, that, that one, save, that one save, the one that stood out yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 yeah, right in the corner. Because it, it took a deflection of Webster's like in uh, the thigh and you think this was is it? classic. Like a deflection is going to send him the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. Luckily, Sanchez made a great, great save. Donkey ran straight over and was like hyping him up and I was so yeah. happy for Sanchez. Um, I stood up illegally Before filming, like, I saw a few <laughs> things about Sanchez. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Fair play to you, mate. The balls are kid. Quick, sit um, down. But I saw a couple of people saying that should should Sanchez have maybe been substituted before the penalty shootout? Uh, oh. Maz, do you, would you have maybe brought Steele on for the pens? No. I, I, I know Steele's got an incredible record at saving penalties, and I know he's mm. very good at them. But I feel like, you know, like when you, especially with Sanchez having such a great game, mm. you think like the confidence is high, he's he's hyped. And, and there was one penalty, I can't remember who against now, but he, he, he pretty much nearly got a hand to was it. Was it Sabitzers, maybe? Maybe, like, yeah. And like, oh, it looked yeah, like Sabitzers he saved it, and everyone, saved, like, everyone yeah. went mad. And then, uh, yeah. Got a yeah. That, so, like, yeah. I, look, look, like some people argue, yeah, still would have saved that. Um, you know, that's a bit so on. But you, you just don't know. It's like it's like the Kanye hard, West yeah. I guess we'll never yeah. know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I guess we'll never know. So, yeah, I, I don't think it would have been... The, I think it would have been massively harsh. Imagine that, Sanchez, after playing 120 it's minutes not, It's not uncommon practice now, though, in modern football. No, no, no it's, it's not. not. Like, we saw Tim Krul do it in the World Cup and, you know... Yeah. It's, it's happened, yeah, throughout the last 30 years. But I just don't, I think it would have been incredibly harsh after 120 minutes of football where he played exceptionally well to then sub him off and basically saying, we don't trust you to save a penalty. Uh, still yeah. get in there, son, and do your stuff. It's impossible stuff, to save the game, though. Yeah, but like yeah, some players, yeah. like they'll see stealing or they'll see Sanchez in, they'll take different penalties based on who's in goal because, you know, each, each goalkeeper's different, each player's different and... You know what I mean? So there's no conclusive way of saying still would have saved this, whereas the Sanchez would have saved that because yeah. it's a different moment. There's been a different penalty. You know, so I, I personally, I think Steele probably could have come on, to be fair, because I actually said it at the time because I was like, Steele's got a cracking record to see on the bench. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, him at Charlton, he, I think he saw it say like four, didn't he, or three? And he did the same at, was it? Um, and then, yeah, with, uh, Newport, Newport before as well when yes, he won us a shootout. Yeah, so he's he's very used to saving uh, penalties, but then there is a difference between playing Charlton away and Newport away, and then playing United in the semi final at Wembley. <laughs> so, I suppose in that sense, but you know, well, those big occasions, I feel like if anyone would make a bold decision like that, it would be Deserby. Um, we've seen what we've seen some of the decisions he's made with the goalkeepers. But um, Ryan, I know you just put yourself on mute, but I wanted to ask you as well: Would you, if you were the manager, would you have brought on Steel for the penalties if you were playing football manager right now? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I would have done, but it's easy in hindsight, right? I mean, I like I liked Sanchez yesterday. I thought it was great. I thought he really had a great game. 
Um, so it's not a dig at him, but purely for penalties, I probably would have mm. done. Um, just Joe, yeah, say said at the time, and I think his record on penalties is is telling. And I think you know if you've got someone that, who can do something, use them to their strengths. And I think that's probably what what you should have done with Steel. But look, it's easy to say, isn't it? Because I'm sure De Zerbi had reasoning. Yeah. Mm. I, but, I've, um, I've I've got a quick question to yeah. both of you. Um, for the next eight games, who are you starting in goal? Obviously, Sanchez had a big big game. Would you would you start him now, or would you bring Steel back in? And Brian go first. All right, uh, you can't drop him, can you? Um, but I know that I know that Deserbi prefers Steel because he says it so many times. He says he prefers him the way he plays, um, you know, the way he passes, and you know he probably is right in terms of the short passing. So I think possibly I can see it happening. Um, but they're both very cool heads, and to be honest with you, I, and now I don't really feel worried with either of them. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it's good to have a rotation of goalkeepers, but then I don't think at the moment, for us anyway, it's a bad thing either because they're both very big sort of characters in the camp. Like, you know, Steele's obviously got a big sort of cult following, hasn't he, amongst the squad, uh, whereas Sanchez has obviously been our number one. The wheel of Steele. So, yeah, so like, I feel like the players trust both of them. The fans trust both of them. You know, probably some prefer one or the other, whatever, but... You know what I mean? It's it's okay either way. Yeah. It's like a fifty-fifty. So I'm, I'm okay either way. Not to sit on the fence, mm. but I, I trust the Zerbi. I think is but, the point. Okay, but <laughs> okay. Right, still Los Angeles. Yes. Okay. If you're gonna push me, I'd say give still. us give um, us an answer. <laughs> I'd say still, but then right, still. I wouldn't drop Sanchez. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I prefer Steel <laughs> back the on the fence, but I, oh, it's hard, mate. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop him, but I don't. Prov- so oh, you're saying Sanchez? I I'll say Sanchez. Yeah, he doesn't deserve drop to be him, dropped now, like. does he? Yeah, but, he can't be dropped because yeah. he's not okay. done. For, he's done it from yeah. wrong, so you can't drop him. Sorted. But that's the problem with a second choice keeper because if you do have your good game and the league comes along again, then you are going to get dropped because that's just how it is. Um, obviously we are we were so used to him being number one but he's not anymore I don't think and yeah to answer your question Maz I don't think I don't think he'll play in the league I don't think he'll play tomorrow against Forest for example I think Steele will probably come back in if he's fit because obviously I know he was injured-ish but maybe he's not injured now what about you? yeah yeah no look I, I thought yesterday you know you know with Sanchez a few times this season well before he got dropped especially uh, Palace being a very notable one there was times where you thought I don't feel confident you know, as a fan, and let alone what the players thought, as a fan, when he used to come for crosses, um, you know, sometimes commanding his area, he just, he didn't really fill me with much confidence. Whereas we still actually felt pretty confident. We're like, he's quite assertive. But it's weird because you feel like Sanchez should be the more assertive uh, and the more dominant because he's just, you know, bigger and he's, bigger, he's a bit yeah. more angry looking. He's a bit, you know, it looks, yeah, he, you would expect him to be more more that way but and I thought yesterday he was brilliant literally coming for crosses um, the big saves he made I thought he was brilliant yesterday and it really I didn't, there wasn't one moment where I thought oh wow that was dodgy or you know usually mm. where you watch a game with Sanchez involved usually he'd, he'd have a moment where he'd I don't know try and slide out of his box or try and you know drop a, drop a cross or something like that so mm. I think yeah, he was brilliant yesterday, and I think it would be so harsh for him to be like, right, you're on the bench for Nottingham Forest. But then I do agree with what you guys are saying. I think still fits our system much better. He's much better passer of the ball, uh, and his distribution is much better. So, it's a, yeah, it's a real tough one. Um, but if I, if I had to choose a number one, it would be still right now. But then Bobby Sanchez, I think with time, can regain his number one spot. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. There you go. I think, I think that's how it works. Um, and then one last, que- one last question on the... Um, 
on the keeper situation. And I don't know if this is too harsh, but my friend mentioned it. Maybe it was just because he was annoyed, but I think he said something like, you know, a goalkeeper being Sanchez, say, well, faced six or seven penalties, didn't he, yesterday? Should you expect a keeper to at least save one of them? But you, you can say that about De Gea, though. You no, of course, that. and De Gea as well, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, say that no, the goalkeepers harsh, have a, think... was it? A 20%, no, a 5% chance, Less... a 10% chance of, of saving a penalty. Yeah, I think it's quite low, low like yeah. that. Um, yeah. So if that if you go in law of averages, uh, you should I think say one harsh. in nine. So yeah. no. Fair enough. <laughs> and then you I guess we chatting waffle, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think yeah. It's obviously just, uh, well, I did think I was like maybe you know, but it's their job. I get, I sort of get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah I, I get where he's coming from, but mm. that's it's extremely harsh to sort of expect him to save at least yeah. one. I think. And then obviously, yeah, so we did have to... I don't know if there's any more in the actual match apart from penalties, which we'll move on to. Is there uh, any other notice, noticeable things that we want to mention? Or maybe Matoma's uh, chance. I guess yeah. Matoma's big chance. Yeah, that is... When we yeah. when that did happen, <sighs> I do think it was extra time. So, yeah, please correct me if I'm wrong. This I just felt like... Well. Oh, and Undavs, yeah. yeah. Undavs, yeah. Ball drilled into him. Horrendous touch. Yeah. Her- um, like and then, yeah, Matoma's just like, you think, on another day, like... He just, Mate, he has the, scores that literally just like past nine him. times out of ten. That's what one yeah. You know what I mean? It just, it's hard. Oh, so like, my friend says to me, was like, that me? was it. He said that was the moment. Yeah, that was the moment, 100%. That one and the, and the Undav, when he got slotted in and, and the ball ballooned oh, no. off his fucking... But anyway, <laughs> ballooned. Going, back, going back to... Do you know, nope. one thing I actually wanted to mention, actually, and I thought what was, what was really frustrating about yesterday, and, and I noticed Solly March and Matoma both did it a lot yesterday, was the indecisiveness of, of just pulling the trigger. I felt like they took that one, two, that touch too many. Overthinking. And that's what ultimately let us down. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the, I don't know if it was the occasion or whatever it might have been, but there were so many times where I thought, just make the pass, take the shot. It just and it, they just took that extra touch and they got dispossessed yeah. and and actually yeah. do you know what I'll give credit to uh, a Man United player I thought Wan Bissaka was actually really good and I I wouldn't say he locked down Matoma because there was a few times when Matoma Carlos did get away Egypt. from him Carlos but Egypt. he he did yeah, <laughs> he he did he was defensively very solid Wan Bissaka mm. and I have to give him credit for that um, and I thought and I, and to be fair like Shaw and Lindelof <laughs> actually if, barring a few moments they were okay like they yeah. you know they weren't awful but yeah I thought I thought you know they uh, Wambasaka especially did did do really well against Matoma and I thought I thought he 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 handled him really well it was like what Zaha said to him, uh, Zaha said when Palace played United which was which was just sums up Wambasaka and his defensive ability he was like he was one on one with De Gea. And he could hear someone running behind him. And as soon as he saw it was Wambasaki, he was like, well, um, there's no chance. Like, I'm going to get a shot away now. Yeah, his recovery tackles are a joke. Incredible. Yeah, he's so good at defensive. I think we actually done a graphic about it when we were going to play them a few months ago. And then maybe it got postponed or something. We done like this battle. We can't wait to see this battle. It was like Dr. Dribbler yeah, versus like the best, defense, one yeah. of the best defensive fullbacks in the league. Yeah. And we, well, we, we saw it. And yeah, maybe the time had an off day or maybe... Wampasaka did lock I, I, him up. Maybe it's a mixture yeah. of the boat. Maybe it's yeah, yeah. a mixture. Yeah, it was, it was just that. It was just that final action for me. Mm. Yeah, it was just the final action for me. It was just yeah that that last touch, that last um, pass, and I just felt mm. like that's what really let us down yesterday. It was just a, it was the nervousness of that, and then yeah, Matoma was a prime example when he was through on goal. Just take that first touch, take a shot there, just, just shoot. Toe yeah, it. just <laughs> shoot, uh, and and he tried to take an extra touch and obviously went away from him. Well. And that's the opinion. Like yeah. Yeah. Just got a little foot in, a little chip or anything, just just mm. something to trouble the hair, and then you, then you have something to worry about. Yeah. But it uh, just does, it just didn't happen. Did the it? left side of the hair was open, 
that bottom yeah. corner. And I also think. as well, just sorry, I, I don't want to keep digging in, Dava. But there was another point where it was. <laughs> I think I think we had three on two. It was th- uh, three of us. He, he, to be fair to him, he dispossessed the midfielder. And I was like, fucking hell, fair play. He's like, go on, son. Yeah, like, I think I said it's yeah. the best thing he's done. Yeah, yeah. He's, dispo- he's oh, dispossessed one of the Man United midfielders. It's such so a big game. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I do, I do feel bad. And look, this is not an attack to say he won't become a good player. Yeah, I think he I can be a good player because there was glimpses. <laughs> but <laughs> that yesterday he was poor. And there was, yeah, there was a point where he dispossessed the Man United midfielder and we had three on two. All he had to do was just slot it out left with a simple pass yes, and he just remember, passed yeah. it to a Man United defender. And I was just like, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, this is the, this is the, these are the moments where. <laughs> Yeah, we, those final decisions we were making was just so frustrating. But mm. yeah, we were on the par, and it was just one of those one of those days, wasn't it? And anything I else definitely on the match think we're a bit into the pens. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think we're we're just quite stretched, aren't we? At the moment, we now got what three three games this week. Got United yesterday, yeah. Forest on Wednesday, Wolves on Saturday. Uh, we we aren't a big squad. Mm. We've got you know, Bruh. it is it, going to be a strain. You can tell it's a strain. The players are starting to drop a little bit. Um, I just hope for confidence sake that it isn't something that's going to be a, a permanent temporary feeling, you know, something that's going to stay in us for now and, and last until the end of this season, because it can be. We Everyone knows it can be. Sometimes getting to a semi-final and losing is the worst thing you can do in your season because it can really hurt you. But I really hope, and, and I think if there's anyone out there that can stop us from really getting sore from this, it is the Zerbi. Uh, you know, he seems like the sort of guy, you know, yeah. you saw him yesterday, went straight over to March, had his arm around him, proper consoling him, shout out Dunk mm. as well, you know, top captain, getting Solly yeah. in his arms and, and, you know, really giving him a, a good pat. And I think, you know, that's what the players need these couple of days, just a good arm around the shoulder. And I think if there's anyone out there that's going to do it, it's to Zerbi, because sometimes, you know, you need to just be a little bit of an arm around and then, then you know, you don't want to just be completely critical. Back in training tomorrow, boy, is not good enough. And then you, you know, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. But you know, you don't want it to hurt you for the for the next couple of weeks. But let's hope it doesn't, and I think it won't. But we'll see. Also, just to, just to wrap it up and go into penalties, uh, if Lewis Dunk can't get an England call up after yesterday's performance, oh, yes. he is like I, I know. Darren Southgate was there. He was I there. I, I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen because he's just not going to do it. He watched but a physical match of Lewis Dunk yeah, for the first time since USA. Yeah, and he dropped to literally a, a faultless. I don't think it was one moment where I thought, "Oh, that's a bit dodgy." No, he he generally put in a ten out of ten performance. Yeah, and yeah, he was colossal. And if you don't, if you're not going to pick him, what's the point? Like, what is the actual point? Because even Carragher came out after the game and said, uh, "Lewis Dunk and who's the other one? John Stones. Oh, uh, John Stones are the best English centre backs uh, right now." So, look. Yeah. I know Carrier hey, is if, exactly, if Dunn uh, gets called up Maldini, but he's still, he's, he, know, he, knows his, he knows his football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Please, just do it. Yeah, well, I don't get why happen, you can't. But, it it yeah, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Connor Cody will get called up instead. I, I'm not getting myself back into 2021. It's pointless. It's, it's a waste of yeah, yeah. time, including my own. Let's go I, feel like, I feel like something happened. I, I did hear that maybe he didn't impress during training, as apparently. But, 2018. And then, obviously, if that is the case, I mean, then... 2018! Yeah, but also, what I'm going to say is like, if if okay, let's say he had a bad trading sessions with England, and obviously then he got his cap, which was brilliant. Um, he's had countless games where he's been incredible since to earn another chance in training. Yeah, it's not like exactly. this one write off. Do you know what I mean? Which and also necessarily just because you bring him to the squad doesn't mean you're going to play him. Like, he's like bring him into yeah. the squad and see what he's like around the, the mm. squad. If you could tell so, me what you were yeah. doing in 2018, anyway. I'll, I'll take my hat off to you. I I don't know. I was 17. <laughs> what? How old was Dunk? I don't know. What was he now? Twenty nine. He was twenty four. Was he thirty? Maybe right. twenty five. So no, like, I think he's, th- he's thirty. He's thirty one now. 
Oh, is he 31? Oh, he's getting on a bit, isn't he? I'm joking. But yeah, I don't know. 25, 26. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like 26. He's, he's changed. He's matured. He's a better player now. He's been the better player for about the last three years. I don't know how it's so hard to see. Um, it's you know you can't define. And I remember he said on Talk Sport recently, didn't he, on that recent interview with um, Alex Crook? Yeah, Alex. I was going to say it was a good that, interview yeah. actually. And he said that he hasn't been in mm. touch with him since he got called up to the USA team. That's, yeah, how long ago was yeah. that? You know what I mean? That's it, what I was going to say. I've, the way he was smirking about it, though, wasn't he? Like Lewis Dunk was like laughing about it. I feel like there's something, yeah. maybe something happened, or maybe I'm reading too much yeah. into it. But maybe like, Dunk's just got to that point where Shack he just laughed about it. <laughs> Fuck's sake, that's something I'd say. But yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I explanation at this point. It is. So. It seems that way. It does seem that way. But yeah, Donkey was laughing about. It. I just yeah. yeah so, something tells me there's more to the story than that of him just not being called up be. again because. How can you watch football and Ivan not... Ivan Tony gets called up and he's a gambling him, addict. Like, how is that even possible? You know what I mean? So, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Breaks oh, the God. rules. And he can oh, take sorry, penalties, right. which is something Ivan England... Ivan Tony is the biggest... It's the biggest joke. It's the biggest joke. He's been... He's under so much investigation. Thomas Partey as well. We don't even get into that one. But got, Ivan Tony gets called up for the England squad. Right? Gets called up for the England squad. With all of the stuff going around at the moment on his head. How much has he got on his head at the moment? It's a joke. It's mad. Right? Don't get me wrong, he's a great well, player. A great player. And, uh, I don't know what the odds are yeah, on that, Ivan, but come on now. For you mm. to get called up over Lewis Dunk, it, yeah, it is mad. It is a bit mad. But yeah, anyway, I'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, so got but yeah, also lawsuit, lawsuit, yeah, and now an England lawsuit coming in. Not to mention the other one as well. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Great. <laughs> I'm done for, boys. Um, English penalty takers. Webster, great. Uh, Dunk scored Solly March unfortunately did not um, it was literally a spitting image of the Charlton one yeah, Charlton. Uh, it looked literally like a conversion same. Johnny Wilkinson conversion same thing <laughs> one, one thing I want to say sorry, he, he just looked terrified when he was walking up to yeah, it did, didn't he? I know because I saw the did. highlights afterwards he looked he looked shell of himself I, I, what made me question why he maybe put himself forward to be 7th like even 10th or even Sanchez ahead of him, I saw people say, is like, put Solly March last on pens is what we've seen in the past. He does not deserve to be. I, and maybe he still has confidence to what deserve is instilled in him to be able to be like, yeah, you know what? I'll take the seventh pen. I'll put Charlton behind me. Fair play to be able to step up because also it takes but, balls to do but, that. But Ben, you also got to remember, seventh penalty, it's not like he, he was part of the original five. Like, no, you can't no. help it. You, usually it's done by the, the, the fifth to or the sixth. Honest, yeah, he wasn't expecting like... to take a penalty. Like, you, no. you can't, you can't, you can't like put that. Yeah, you can't, I just didn't really understand that whole logic yesterday. Everyone was like, "Oh, whoa, well, was he seventh? It's like, mate, you usually yeah. There's not many left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you haven't got much choice. But yeah. you, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? You shouldn't man? be looking mm-hmm. at Solly. Yeah. You should be looking but at he looked, Casado, he did look terrified. Matoma. You know, there's players out there that that should be taking them. You know, these yeah. are these are big players. Matoma, mm. he's he's one of our highest goal scorers this season. Exactly. We know Solly can't take pens. He should be stepping up. Well, you've got you've got Caicedo. Yeah. You know, I saw someone tweet saying Matoma and Veltman had taken penalties Veltman, recently. Another one. Yeah, uh, and one thing I noticed as well. What one thing I noticed as well was um, the the game the the mind game. So obviously, Wakehorse said something to him in, uh, yeah, in the build up. Yeah, the Hay- ball. Yeah, kissed. Yeah, kissed the ball. Kissed and then the De Gea did said something as well. And, mm. and prior to that, what what I found really strange was apart from I think Sanchez on one penalty, he shook the shook the bar. There was yeah. no like there was no like mind games or any kind of like thing to put people off. Like I know I know some people don't like it and some people say it's like it's not sportsmanlike, but 
that's the whole point. It's like you're trying to put them off their game. Emmy Martinez would literally spit on their face, punch them in the mouth, like do anything to I feel like both. You saw those videos as well. Casemiro obviously going like Casemiro was doing all that. That was because he was basically he was he was trying he was trying to say to De Gea, make yourself like a nuisance, do something weird, like make yourself weird, like because Casemiro wasn't just you know he wasn't just moving around weirdly for no reason. He was trying to say to De Gea, try and put them off by moving. So yeah, I I did find that really strange that neither Bobby. Sanchez or De Gea did anything. Too nice, too nice. Yeah, some of our players. It was a weird. It was a weird one. It was but, a weird one. So Wick Weghorst apparently had a quote after the game. He was saying he went up to all the United players and was like saying, "Let's let you know, let's really get into them. Let's get in, play mind yeah. games, all that sort of stuff." And apparently, not many of them did. But he obviously took it upon himself to kiss the football and, and say something to Solly. Yeah, and, yeah, it, and worked, it worked. You know, yeah. the donkey distracted us. You know, Messi was like, "Go oh, out war." And but then he's on the 90 yard dash. I wish he had that attitude. Yeah. The 90 yard dash now. to do yeah. the knee slide as well. Bloody Wout Weghorst, <sighs> mate. Wout Weghorst literally done a 90 yard dash. Oh, mate. That, done, that, done that, that, on us. Oh. <laughs> that made me sick. Yeah, he done an Adebayor on us. I can't believe that it. That was horrible to watch. Like, oh, well, did he do it to the player in two weeks? No, 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 no. He did it to the United. It was still like, it was still unbearable to watch. He did it on his own. What weirdo. But no, what is good is we get to play him in like two weeks. Is it two weeks? Or maybe three. So yeah, we, we don't have May long 4th. till we play them again. May May the 4th, is it? Oh, it's exactly the same. Oh, it's only a week away then. May the 4th no. be with you. Or, we, or two May weeks away. But yeah, we, mate, if we, we, yeah. we owe them now. Not, but, not like as much as Tottenham, but yeah. we owe them, you know. We, we should get them. Before, before we go on to for, uh, Forest, just quickly... I think I think just just uh, you know again uh, I, I don't, you know I don't like to give credit a lot to Man United but credit to both teams I thought both of the teams apart from the Solly March penalty I thought some excellent penalties in there oh, yeah. obviously my angle wasn't the best but um, with regards to all the penalties I thought they were fantastic and mm. um, I haven't had a chance to see them all but I think mm. both teams like put them away um, and of course yeah like centre backs burying penalties for fun yeah like, exactly, even Lindelof's exactly. winner was a brilliant penalty. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, is, and then, yeah, yeah. it's just a shame. I, I, got, it's got, I don't, obviously don't want it to be anyone, but for it to be Solly March, it's just mm. have all the players. And, you know, we've it. kind of been a bit against Dennis Undav, but Dennis Undav scored Good one. Pen. When he walked up, I was like, here we go. Oh, here my we God. Go. Wait. If he had missed, yeah, I do yeah, not even want to know because basically around us, <laughs> this like around really us, like point. a lot of people were going in on him, like mm. yeah, the, a yeah. lot of people were going in on him. So imagine if he had missed. Okay, I, like, I actually, I think he, yeah, it would have been bad for him, man. Like, so really let's bad. put that. So really let's bad. put this as the agenda because look, I, I, I do. It, it does annoy me. The one thing that does annoy me about our fans is how they get onto certain players, and I, I, don't get me wrong. I get it. Some are worse than others, and some are good, better than others, but they're still human. Like you know, the, everyone's gonna love Solly, mm. and everyone's gonna love Solly, even when he, even if he was the worst player this season. He's the he's the local boy. Everyone will love him. Undav, if he missed that, if it was if it was the other way around, if if Solly had buried, oh. if Undav had missed and blazed over that far, I would hate to see oh, social in a minute. I'd hate to see his comment section, mate, because it would be horrible. Mm. Like he would never be, he would be welcome yeah. to the Amex. He like, would have from to a lot deactivate. It's mad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that He would serious. have to deactivate like, all his socials. And yeah, stuff. It, it drives mm. me mad. Like you know, if it was Danny, if it was uh, Dennis, if it was either of them two, they're getting onto him. If it was Mope last season. Mm. You know, it's a different story, but all of a sudden yeah, it's Solly similar. and it's, you know, it's different, you know. So I think that we should hold the same. Solly got, so I've weight. seen a few horrible tweets about Solly though as well. Like, it's just, yeah. even yeah, no matter it, who it is, even nature. if it is the golden yeah. boy. It's the nature, yeah, it's the nature. I, I, look, I don't condone it, of course. Like, I think anyone to get that upset about a football match, I think is quite sad. But like, of course, look, you uh, 
I said that that didn't come out right, but as in like <laughs> there's levels, right? Like there's yeah. you can yeah. get upset, you can have a, you can have a really be upset about the result. To go but then like, there's yeah. abuse, like there's a level above. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's a level above going to abuse players and and like be messaging them. You know, yeah, and being yeah, being like <laughs> oh, and, my god, you know, all that kind of stuff. my DMs, <laughs> me and Harvey. Yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah, gosh. Yeah. Me and Harvey were talking about it. It's like, like at the minute, crazy. Yeah, like, there's, Weird, there's, really. it's just there's no need to yeah. take it to that, to that next level. Um, and look, <sighs> like, uh, look, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. As a fan, I was frustrated at uh, Undavin. You know, of course, I would I berated him a, f- a few times, yeah, and you know, I might have said stuff right, that. But... I probably aren't proud of, but I was in the in the heat of the moment. But like now, I've come away from it. I'm like, look, he didn't have a good game. He was he was pants. But that's not to say I'm going to go and DM him or I'm going to go and you know go egg his house or like do you know what I mean like take it. I don't to, get to, the messaging you know, thing. Take I never it understood it. I never under, I never ever in my life yeah, have thought I'm going to go DM someone like a fan or a, sorry a player. Yeah, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send him as much abuse as I can think of. Are going to send him like a bad, below the bad emojis? Like I don't get how people can just do that. Like what, what goes through your head to do it? I don't it's know. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it's because they don't have. They feel like they can't be held accountable because yeah. obviously yeah. they're they're online. Like they don't feel like. But trust me, I promise you right now, you would absolutely shit your pants if you saw Undav in front of you. There's <laughs> no way in hell yeah. you would write any of the stuff you've got on social media. If he was Big right in front of your boy. face, you would literally wouldn't say any. Well, no, any of the players. Literally, I promise you now, these big like trolls online. I promise you now, you put them in a room with any player that they've you know taken the piss out of or whatever. I promise you now they would absolutely shit their pants and they wouldn't do say a thing to them. So no. yeah, they get brave online and then they they don't have the balls to say it to them to their faces. So. Mm. Weird world we live in. But he obviously he was on Buzz's boot room as well this week, and I started to warm oh, to yeah. him, and I thought his personality is quite funny. See, he, he made he made me laugh a bit. Um, and obviously, yeah, I've I've sat here and I've given him stick, and I and I'll I'll stand by it because he did he was his performance wasn't good enough. I don't think for that for that level of match. Um, but yeah, it was. It is a shame to see that happen to him. Um, yeah. But I guess the only I, I think, silver lining look, is the we, fact we, he we, didn't miss it. Otherwise, we've yeah, said this before, Ben. Sorry to interrupt you. I, I know we've I said this before, but we're allowed as fans. We're allowed to criticize players, and I, I think that's completely mm. fair. We're allowed to, you know, give our, you know, give our views on if a player's played badly, and that's just our opinion at the end of the day. Yeah, and again, fine. I think we've done it in a respectful manner. Like you know, we, we've yeah, we've sat here and we've done it respectfully, in my opinion. I don't think we've said anything sort of extremely harsh. Um, but then, and then that's, I think that's where people get very, you know, there's different ways of being able to communicate these things. Like you, you can easily say a player's been bad without, you know, yeah. going out and giving them death threats and calling them, you know, being racially motivated, for example. Oh, like there's, there's lots of ways you can go about, you know, giving your mm. opinion and your distaste to a, to a player or whatever. You can, you can call a player crap, that's fine, but just do it in yeah. a in a nice manner. In a, in yeah, a you nice, can say condu- someone's had a rubbish performance. In a way that, you can say you're a clown for missing a penalty. But you can't go. You can't go and send them stuff. Like you can't. You don't. You don't. People don't do that. Normal people, normal thinking people up here don't do that. Like you, you've got to be pretty weird. You know, you, you're not right up here to do that because you just, you just don't. It's not something that should come it's a minority. Let's go do. Let's people and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's definitely minority. But it's yeah, it's annoying to see. Um, anyway, I guess that's kind yeah. of it for the semi final yeah. until until Forest. next year. Um, We'll be back. Yeah, Forrest. Uh, I guess it's kind of echoing what you just said about 10 minutes ago, Ryan. It's like, how do the players bounce back? Um, I've full faith that the Zerbi will be able to get some confidence back in them. And yeah, I think you mentioned about how seasons can derail after like a big moment like that happens. Um, 
But I think that kind of happens to teams when they don't have anything else to fight for. You know, let's mm. say the FA Cup was just the thing we were fighting for. Mm. The season could derail after that. But because we are so close to achieving something quite incredible of reaching Europe, yeah. I feel like the players are good enough and have a be- good enough mentality yeah. in the dressing room is so so on point that we probably will have the mentality to be able to like, bounce back and hopefully dispatch Nottingham Forest on and Wednesday I, I, night. And I think we, we've touched on it already, but I think Deserby won't let the players do, do that. I don't think he'll let them just down tools or, or get demotivated or whatever the, the reasons might be of maybe performance dropping. I just don't think he'll allow it. And hopefully with um, hopefully we have Ferguson back. I know he's out for the Forest game, oh, which please, I think is a huge please. blow. Um, <laughs> please. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be fit. I think Deserby's already confirmed it, unfortunately. So we have got, yeah, well, well, and I think Welbeck came off injured as well. So mm-hmm. it looks like we might have Dennis Sundar on top. Which, I have every, um, every bit of faith in you, Dennis. Forget what yeah, I just yeah. said for the yeah, past yeah. 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, the one. You're, you're the my one. number nine. You'll score a hat trick. Don't worry about it. Do you know what? But yeah, it like, looks like, if oh, there's oh, ever a moment for Dennis, like a false really, nine or something. Yeah, prove it and step up. It's it's now, mate. Like it really is an opportunity for him to really prove it. And you know, you've got the you've got the whole of the Brighton fan base in the palm of your hands here. The, you know, we're going up there to watch you, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a big big game. I think this is a it's a big game. It's another big. All of them are big games. But it does feel like a big one. You know, Forest City Ground on a on a, on a Every Wednesday night. Every game's a cup final. BT Sport. <laughs> I don't know, those relegation teams on a BT Sport or Sky on a night game always seem to scare me a little bit. And I think, especially after a semi-final loss, it's big. It's big. It's big for morale. It may not be big in the league, but it's big for morale. So you want to go win that game. And I think if we do, it'd be a big moment in our season because it's going to be, you know, it's important psychologically to not throw that because... Then you then doubt sets in, not just in the players but in the fans, and you don't want that. Yeah, I, I think we can stop that yeah. from happening I, if we do go win. Yeah, and I, and I know I know I said this earlier, and we shouldn't we shouldn't be these entitled fans and you know looking down on teams. But <laughs> if we are going by league table and we're going by form, not on a Forest are a team for the for we, we should we should be able to beat based on form and league position, which it doesn't you know it doesn't lie. The league table doesn't Dennis lie. Dennis Undav's level. At, Talking of injuries, they've also got, like, I think, eight players out. Obviously, Henderson's out, which is a key... Got, you know, right, they signed 30 others in the summer. <laughs> yeah, true. They've got like a 100-man squad, to be fair. <laughs> so they should, should be able to deal with injuries, uh, unlike us. But um, I think, yeah, they've got a lot of key players out. And they are on, I think, a four-game losing streak, I believe. Yeah. Now that you've won in the last four games. No, f- Five? Oh, sugar. My, oh, wow. Uh, uh, the last time they won was Leeds uh, back in February the 5th. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, oh, so, so good tonight. <laughs> that's that written in the stars. Yeah, that's that, that, that's that finished. Um, uh, no, they, if I, I speak, I'm in big trouble. They, uh, they scored past two against Liverpool on Saturday. Morgan Gibbs-White and Nico Williams. Yeah. Um, cheers. No, I've just, yeah, obviously got to give them some props because I do rate some of their players. I think Nico Williams could be, Gibbs probably White's will good. be, he has got potential to be. He's got potential to be a good, good right back in the league. Gibbs White is good. Um, I didn't didn't think he was that good when he we, when he signed. I questioned obviously the price tag, like many people did. But done well for him he has been really, really good. Um, and then they got Kaylor Navis, which is just so random. Like how yeah. they got how have they got that goalkeeper in goal? Um, who's obviously yeah, who's conceded quite a few as well. He obviously doesn't have. Champions League, Varane and Sergio Ramos in front of him anymore. He's got McKenna. Champions League, or, <laughs> McKenna and um. Yeah, and who else? God knows who else. 
Okay, who's the other centre back they normally play? We've got Matt McKenna guy and uh, McKenna. Declan oh, McKenna. Um, yeah, the, the the Brazilian guy, Brazilian guy. <laughs> yeah. He used to play for Atletico. Oh no, that's uh, the left back Lodi. No, I'm talking about oh, no, the centre back. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, it's, an, it's another, it's another Atletico Madrid player. Hold on. Oh really? Uh, X. Yeah, he plays centre half. Uh, what's his name? He scored. Oh, hold on. Felipe. Oh, I'm gonna get this because it's gonna bug me. Yeah, fair. Felipe, that's it. Oh, is it? Okay, right. Is that him? Yeah, such a random squad. Um, and um, Brennan Johnson. He was. Yeah, Brennan good. Johnson's good. That's a yeah. Thank you for reminding me. He yeah. He actually looks pretty decent. And when we uh, when we played him at home, it was that game where we thought we were going to have an XG curse under our new manager yes. Serbia again, wasn't it? I think we was that nil, after nil Liverpool. With was that shots, after we drew three all Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that, and just. And that was a midweek game as well, wasn't it, Ryan? Yeah, um, I, think it was I went with my sister. Miserable weather as well. Yeah, Mia came with, and we watched it, and we were just like, "Oh my god!" Because there was a guy next to us who was raging, and I was thinking, "Here we go again. This is exactly the same as COVID. Like, <laughs> no different. It's going to be people." Yeah, that was those worrying times. Uh, yeah. But look how far we've come since. Um, shall I? I don't know if Maz is still looking, but Ryan, what, what yeah. do you reckon for tomorrow's score prediction? Well, Wednesday, sorry, score prediction. Yeah, Wednesday. Um... I mean, yeah, as you say, we should be winning, shouldn't we, really? I mean, if you take away the, the, the FA Cup, you go into that game, you think, yeah, we look at the league standings, we need to be winning, we need to be up in the European yeah. spots. So you want a you want a 3-1 win, a 3-0 win. Uh, I have a feeling they'll score just because, you know, it just feels like, I don't know, it feels like it's going to be tougher than it, it should be. That's what I've I've got that in my head. It's going to be a hard game. Um, so I think I think probably... You know, maybe we win one nil, maybe we win two nil. I think we'll we'll keep them out. Um, yeah, we'll keep them out, and we'll say I'll say two nil. We'll finish them off if we're on our game. If we bounce back, we get one. Nerves will calm. If we go in at second half, we haven't scored. Doubt creeps in a little bit. You start wondering, you know, are we are yeah. we falling off? Are we not? And then you don't want that. So hopefully we score nice and early, and and you know, first twenty minutes, and we we we're in our groove. That'd be nice. We have the quality to do it, hundred percent. I feel like, mate. I hope I'm hoping, but I, I just I feel like it'll be similar to the Bournemouth one more recently, two nil. Mm-hmm. You know, get a goal kind of midway through the first half, and then hope, kill the hope. game off later into the mm-hmm. second half. I feel like that could be it. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy game at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, especially so quick after playing on Sunday. And you know, Still again, it'll be a very it? probably a very similar eleven again. It'll be mm-hmm. unless yeah, I can't see us making any big changes, and those players will be straight back on the pitch again. Whether they'll be fresh and ready for it, I, God knows. But um, Maz, score prediction yeah. thoughts? Yeah, no. So I, I, uh, I agree with both of you. I think it's going to be a really, really tough game. Uh, I actually went to Nottingham Forest versus Sheffield United last year in the playoffs. I met uh, you went before, for work. I remember. And I, I, do you know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we, went for, we went for a coffee. <laughs> went for a went coffee. coffee. And um, yeah, and and the the atmosphere was. I, I've got to give credit to them. It was electric, and I know. Yeah. Of course, the the. the you know, it's, it's very different games. It was a playoff semi-final uh, compared to a, a midweek Premier League game. However, they're still they're still fighting for you know to stay up in the league. They've still got things to fight for, and I think that atmosphere will be electric. Uh, well, for them, hope, well, a night game of BT screams be. electric. Um, it's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's exactly exactly. So like that could definitely you know come into it a factor. I'm not saying you know who crowds win games, but that can definitely you know like like Ryan said, Rattles if it you. gets to 60, 70th minute and and yeah, and it's still nil nil. Even if they go one nil up, 
that's going to be a massive uphill climb. So mm. I just hope that isn't going to be the case and, I, and hopefully we can bounce back. And yeah, I'm going to go with a very tight 1-0. Um, I just I just want us to win. We've got like, however way we do it, just please, please get a yeah. result. And yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really tough game though. I think Forrest will be up for it 100%. Jeezy peeps, man. Uh, wait, Jeezy peeps, man. Yeah, 1-0. One, 1-0, one um, one one yeah, yeah, tight. I'm yeah, saying two. Okay. I'm saying two. Even though I don't probably don't sound like I'm saying two, but yeah, I think maybe two nil. I have faith that we have that quality in our team to be able to do this. Yeah, especially as they're obviously not playing as well at the moment. Um, I guess that is it. We do um, have some good memories against. Bit Forest, of sad though, one. Uh, we do have some good memories there. We've we obviously had the Joa moment, very famous moment. Um, Sidwell, oh, header, wow, yeah. Sidwell, Sidwell in the. Uh, oh, was no, no, yeah, but Sidwell oh, as well. He scored 2015-16. Volley hit the ground. What, like, knock out very oh, God, late yeah, on. yeah, sorry, yeah. Very late on in the game. Yeah, that's no, such a memory that, yeah. right there. I don't know. If I'm t- I, I don't know if... um, the yellow there kit. Yeah, fair memory, um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's... I knew that's I was right. right. I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking about Bristol. 3 nil at home mm-hmm. as well. No, first game of the season of the promotion year. We've had some good games against the Murray's first double, I think it was. I think he got two goals in that game. His first game back for us. That was against Nottingham Forest. Um, yeah, we've had some good moments against them. Sure, sound, no sound like Jack Albion right now, Ryan. Yeah, we had Will Buckley scored a volley there. Uh, Stephen Ward scored a goal there. Yeah, we've had some good memories there, and I don't, I don't see any reason why we can't continue. Right. That'll be the Albion two 0 win. That's it. Solly March right. double. Thank you for it. listening. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be nice if he scored, wouldn't it? And I'll run over to the fans. Oh, we all ben, hug sorry. and kiss. Just before you do the outro, um, uh, massive shout out to everyone who showed love. Um, literally, the Green Man uh, box at Box Park <laughs> around the stadium. <laughs> literally, the amount the amount of people, the amount of people that came up to me and just said like how much they love the podcast and just gave it showed us so much yeah. love. Like, yeah, big shout out to everyone. Like, appreciate everyone. Also, as well, someone someone tweeted me and Ryan going like, love, really nice to meet Ryan and Maz. Like, really nice guys. And then someone replied going, Maz looked miserable. I was like. Did you see me after the game? Because pr- prior to the game, I was in a very good mood, actually. Uh, I was very smart. I'm always I'm a very smiley <laughs> person. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, whoever said that, you're fake news. Uh, you must have seen me after the, you must have seen me after the game when I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was visibly very upset uh, Yeah, for a good hour after. So, maybe you saw me after the game. But, no, yeah, just a big shout out to everyone who showed love. Like, yeah, yeah the amount of people that got took pictures and, um, you know, showed love was incredible. So, yeah. A big shout out to everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of love. I do love going to games and meeting, the, listening to people saying how they love the pod. It is good. It's good to know yeah, we're well, doing like, something. I cringe fun, when I say this, so I can't do it. Cause. So, thanks, guys. Anyway, let's wrap. <laughs> <let's run. laughs> Sorry. Anyway, that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> right. Cheers. Yeah. Anyway, bye-bye. Thank you for listening and watching and viewing. Oh, sorry. Oh, quickly, com- one com- random thing. One random thing. Why, why was our touchline of staff like so incredibly long? We had literally had like everyone's family like, on the yeah. touchline. I like that. I like that. Oh, it was that. great. No, I it was really nice. It was, but it was just uh, so long. We had so many mate. people out yeah. there. Great. We actually, yeah. yeah, togetherness. Exactly. That's exactly the word I was going to use. Um, also as well, comment down below. They was all our scouts, mate. That's what they were. So, uh, we'll show some love to Solly March. Comments down below. Right, yeah, March. Yeah, the comments of March, March love. Uh, yeah. March, yeah, March we love. We love you, yeah, March. March. No, just put March love. March love. Get March it. love. Yeah, March yeah. love. Clap. See? Clap. Oh, you know, so, clap. Someone said to me, they, so I goes, do you come up with a podcast title? Because I feel like you do. And I was like, fuck obviously, off. Obviously. <laughs> obviously, I do. That is so Where? funny. No, not, you're not taking all the credit for that. What? That is so shameless. Are you, yeah. t- <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually taking a mic? Are you actually taking a mic? 
I suggest them. They've been like tinkers in my one word. Yeah, more, okay, you, more recently, you more recently. You are shameless. Recently, you two are shameless. Um, shameless. Sorry, one, one last thing. Paddy Power done a tweet about Undav, which was quite funny. I thought I, I put it in my notes. I wanted to say it was. It was say more Undav. They put. Sorry, yeah, they put. They put. Dennis Undav must have been signed when Brian's recruitment guy was on annual leave. <laughs> Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you do like, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribed <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Leave a review if you're new. And uh, yeah, we'll see you very, very soon after Nottingham Forest. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.